I am the good shepherd, says the Lord. I know my sheep, and mine know me. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. A good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. A hired man who is not a shepherd and whose sheep are not his own sees a wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away. And the wolf catches and scatters them. This is because he works for pay and has no concern for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. And I know mine, and mine know me. Just as a father knows me, and I know the father, and I will lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. These also I must lead, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. The Gospel of the Lord. The month of December is especially productive in the liturgical calendar for its plethora of saints and scholars, its mystics and martyrs. Just like a garden displays its greenest growth the closer you get to the source of water, so the garden of Christian holiness displays some of the most delicate flowers of Christ's saints, the closer we get to the birthday of he who is living water. As he told the Samaritan woman in John chapter 4. For example, on December 3rd, we celebrated the great Jesuit missionary, St. Francis Xavier, who went all the way to India to evangelize. Today, on December 7th, we admire St. Ambrose, the brilliant doctor of the church, On December 14th, we will contemplate the life of the spiritual giant, St. John of the Cross. On December 26th, we stand in awe of the first martyr, St. Stephen, the deacon. And on December 27th, we praise the Lord for the holy innocents who died in Christ's place to appease the hatred of Herod. And that is not to mention the two favorite feasts of Mother Mary, the Immaculate Conception on December 8th and Our Lady of Guadalupe on December 12th. As the king enters his court of creation, his saintly subjects rise to greet him, clothed in grace and glory, twinkling like colorful Christmas lights, awaiting the coming of the light of the world. Today, let's take a closer look at one of the finest flowers on display in December, namely St. Ambrose of Milan. He lived a relatively short life, only 57 years, from 330 to 397 A.D. But he did more 
with the little time that he had than many of us do with our abundance of time. Let me point out just three petals on this flower of faith. First, St. Ambrose is the patron saint of beekeepers, which is really starting to swarm in popularity these days. According to tradition, a swarm of bees settled on his face while he was a little baby, lying in his crib, leaving behind a drop of honey. Ambrose's father believed that that was a sign of the saint's future wisdom and eloquence. He would be honey-tongued. Indeed, Ambrose is listed next to legends like Augustine, Jerome, and Gregory the Great as the four doctors of the Western Church. So you should eat a little honey today in honor of St. Ambrose. The second petal we can examine on on St. Ambrose is his famous dictum, When in Rome, do as the Romans do. Have you ever heard that phrase or used it yourself? It was St. Ambrose's sage advice to his student, St. Augustine, about how to be flexible in matters like the Mass. In the fourth century, different areas of the Roman Empire had slightly different ways of saying Mass, but the basics were always the same. Some bishops demanded strict uniformity. It's got to be exactly the same everywhere. But St. Ambrose advocated flexibility as long as the liturgy help people to love Christ. Ambrose's advice is good for us to keep in mind when the Mass does not go exactly as we like. Warm flexibility signals faith better than frozen rigidity to rules. And the third petal in Ambrose's flower is his prized pupil, St. Augustine. Led by the eloquence and the example of St. Ambrose, Augustine was brought back from paganism to the practice of his faith and is mentioned affectionately in Augustine's autobiography, The Confessions. The best measure of a teacher is not all of his awards and accolades, but rather the caliber of his or her students. If we judge the tree of a teacher by its fruits, then St. Ambrose rightly towers above other teachers for his influence on St. Augustine. Folks, our greatest legacy will be the lives of those whom we touch and leave behind. St. St. Ambrose left a great legacy in St. Augustine, who is known as the Doctor of Grace. My friends, as we wind our way through the liturgical garden of December, be sure to stop and smell the roses of the saints. They give off the sweet fragrance of Christ. As St. Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 15, For we are the aroma of Christ for God among those who are being saved. 
May St. Ambrose bless all beekeepers. May he help us to be more flexible in our faith and help us finally to leave behind the legacy of lives that we brought closer to Christ. Praised be Jesus Christ.